What's up, guys? This is the High Street Freaks. We are back at you for episode two. Um, unfortunately, probably our most professional member is not here. Uh, Ryan Donnelly is, uh, he got, um, you know, a, a little caught up in, in Mexico, of all places. <laughs> <laughs> had, had a little too much fun the, and uh, the party the party caught up with him with an ice pick in mexico city <laughs> so uh god willing he will be back but um not today so uh you are you're here to hang out with me and dj i am kevin harish and uh so we are we're, we're here i am i'm celebrating my my first day um this is the first day and the first sunday night and probably three, four years that I have not written a skull session. And it's the first Sunday night, probably regular Sunday night, at least in almost a decade that neither one of us are writing a skull session over at 11 warriors. So uh weird day. Yeah. I, I, I remember like, like it was just weird when I, cause I, I stopped when I quit. Um, people say I got fired. I quit. <laughs> um, yeah. That's but, the funniest thing. Uh, yeah. I remember like, it was like, I'd go like a couple of days like without, without writing like anything at all. And I just think it's so, it's so bizarre. Well, the, the weirdest thing for me is like when I, I told, I told my boss at 11 warriors about two months ago that I was leaving and I agreed to, to help out um, and write the skull session for part time until he found somebody else. And um, obviously there was like a, a week long overlap of until they found somebody else where I was writing a skull session while being employed at this new site. And so like, I, I didn't imagine that I would be uh working both places or that it would take that long. But I mean, I, I went from thinking that I was walking away from the Ohio state blogosphere to uh, work in two Buckeye jobs in the span of a week. So that, that was a weird time, but uh, I'm all yours now um, as it, as it was always intended to be, but um, yeah, weird stuff. So we're going to talk about Ohio state, um, you know, we're, we're kind of at the official start of a uh, preseason. You know, I'm, I was driving, I went to get pizza today um, and I'm driving home and I saw a, a car with a helmet stripe, like just one of those helmet <laughs> stripes, like painted down the middle of it. And it got me thinking like college football is basically just like normalized insanity. And like, I, I, I was not like caught off guard by that car, like one bit. But I realized, like, try explaining that you had your car painted to look like a college football helmet stripe to a normal person. Yeah, like, cause I, I've got a lot of friends in Columbus that, like, aren't Ohio State fans at all. Like, weren't um, indoctrinated at a young age like I was. Like, didn't grow up from the area. I've, like, moved into Columbus. And it's like, you know, what's, like, your big thing here? And it's like, well, have you heard about our football team? And they're like... <laughs> You know, like, oh, and then, no, 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 it's, it's a team of eight comprised mainly of 18 to 22 <laughs> year olds. Um, like, it's just like one of those things that sounds like I've been in it for so long. Like it's totally normal to me. Right. You know? And like, well, we can talk about like the camp check-in day, which is its own bit of a, uh, you know, derangedness. Um, but like, it's, it's, I, I've, I've basically like the lobster that's been cooked, you know, steadily in the pot nothing, nothing the gets last, you anymore nothing like nothing phases me i'll talk about anything so you know, like we can get in the week we can talk about nevada bucks latest conspiracy and like <laughs> that, you know you can come up to me it's like what do you think of the helping technician and i can process that lingo <laughs> so what in that vein what is probably the most like insane neurotic thing that you have done personally or experienced in terms of Ohio state fandom, if you can come up with anything. I mean, the most, like, if you want to know me at like, just my most pure insanity, uh, I started drinking lady by liquor. It was probably 2000. It was a UCF game. <laughs> started drinking lady by liquor at seven 30 in the morning. We beat UCF. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, extremely normal woman. I wish her the best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but basically, yeah, we were up in Worthington and long story short, I started at a UCF game and I did like an entire weekend in the workhouse in like the County, in the County clink for my actions immediately preceding a UCF game in like September. And I but like, that's, that's what started. It was like a, a UCF and this is before, UCF, like, this yeah, is before my, like UCF, UCF. Yeah, it's and like, like my friend, my friend had a voicemail from that day and 
you know, people think, oh, you know, I'm a dickhead. Well, you should have known me back in the day. Like, <laughs> I, I'm actually mild mannered now. And you should, you should thank me for keeping myself from being worse. But back, <laughs> back in those days, like my friend called me and he was like, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a voicemail from you at 830 in the morning. You were walking down <laughs> high street shit talking to some golden knights fan <laughs> and he's like i i should have known i should have known and just like it, i once drove you know i once drove across country um and from montana i drove 30 hours straight uh my freshman year um drove 30 hours straight couldn't rent a hotel in like wisconsin off 90 powered through it uh Came in and the whole way it was for Mirror Lake. My buddies were like, come in for like Mirror Lake, come in for Mirror Lake. And Which so the again? whole time, yeah. So the whole time I'm like driving and I, for some reason I'm thinking it's going to be like an orderly thing where like I'm going to wear my clothes and then I'm going to fold them up and then I'm going <laughs> to set them by a tree and then I'm going to like jump in and then I'm going to get out and like my friends are going to give me a towel and I'm going to say, you know, F Michigan and like that's going to be that. But I'm driving back from Montana and, uh, my water pump blows on 315. I was driving a uh, 97 Jeep Cherokee at the time. And uh, thing ran on Nazi blood. It was a beast. But my water pump blew. It's like smoking. I'm going down 315. Uh, the dude in front of me tries to get in the left lane. Over And there's somebody there. And the guy in the left lane, like, overcorrects, gets scared, overcorrect, goes into, like, the median ramp, flips up. And like I go across three lanes and head into traffic onto the on-ramp. Didn't even look, bro. God was like legit looking after me. And get get all the way down. My buddy lived on 12th, 12th and high, basically, right next to that UDF. Get there, park illegally. My buddy's like, you can't park there. I was like, I don't care. I'm getting towed anyway, man. My car smoked. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it towed. That was about six hundred dollars and then went off to Mir Lake. Third, on third, hadn't slept, was just just running on my pure, like I didn't even do like drugs back then. Like I just like pretty much smoke weed. It was running on pure five hour energy shots. Like it was hellacious. I got lost up in like uh Tiffin and was like going around. This was like pre flip phone, pre GPS. And I'm walking around Tiffin, like, and I'm walking in stores and I'm like, do you guys have an Atlas? Do you guys have an Atlas? <laughs> and they're looking at me like I'm speaking Greek and I'm like an Atlas. And they're like, what's an Atlas? Like, do you have a book of maps? <laughs> 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 hopefully of Ohio and the roads of which it contains and couldn't find it and finally got I went through rising sun bro it was 30 hours straight just pure adrenaline and we get there and it was like snowing and it wasn't an orderly affair at Muir Lake and no, so that you know that and honestly that was it's crazy they let us do that as long as they did well i mean i mean that's another thing is like you just casually said like yeah i did this for mirror lake like mirror jumping in a frozen lake was not supposed to be the crazy part of the story like, <laughs> <laughs> and like like explain that to a normal person like yeah we just decided to like swim in this frozen like cesspool of a lake so oh god it's got to be so dirty I, I did it. I did it. I think to. I did it every time I could. They shut it down like midway through, which like good. It's objectively good that they shut it down. Yeah. Mid, midway through my my year, but that was not the most insane thing I did. Um, my craziest was it's something I didn't even accomplish actually. Um, so there is a weird group of students that is responsible for crossing out all the M's on campus. And it's, oh, it's like, it's like, it's Are like you a one of like 40. Well, I was, but, but the reason why I was for my, my senior year, the reason why I was my senior year is because me and one of my friends had this plan to cover the M in Ohio stadium, like the big ass M on the scoreboard. Okay. And that so, been legit. I know. And it was, it was going to be awesome. I actually had the post for it pre-written on 11 warriors. I was going to like, students cross out like I, I had it done and all it needed was the picture um so basically our plan like we we had it all worked out we were we got into the shoe we broke into the shoe um and we surprisingly were easy to do very very easy if, if you have not broken into the shoe in your time as a student like you're doing it wrong you it's shockingly easy to do um so so we we, we broke into the shoe and um our plan was to and next time you're in the stadium you'll have to look at this uh, our plan was to, we, we had like fishing line and we attached it to tennis balls and we had tennis rackets because those were easy to sneak into the shoe. And, um, we were going to like hit the tennis balls with the fishing line attached to it over the scoreboard. 
And then we there were people on the outside with um, a tarp, and we were going to raise the tarp with the, the fishing line from the, the tennis balls. And sadly, we grossly overshot our abilities to shoot this tennis ball or hit this tennis ball over the stadium. <laughs> it, it looks really easy when you're sitting in there. And, like, the next day, like, or like whenever the, the game was, the Michigan game was, I think this was 2016, like, the big one, we are sitting there like, how the hell could we not get the tennis balls over there? But it's way higher than you think it is, and so we could not get the tennis balls over, and it was crushing. But that was probably the craziest thing I've done. Is Man, like, that would have that done crazy numbers. Oh, it would have. It would have, yeah, because we would have had it up on, on, on the old website at, like, 7 in the morning because I was the one who did it. So, um, But, yeah, we, we, we tried really hard. Um, we had to talk, I mean, there were definitely cops that were walking around that like, they kind of knew what was going on cause they saw the kids doing it, but like, they were a little bit nervous while we were walking around with this big red tarp and so, um, <laughs> just like milling we got around a body the stadium. Off. We've got a body <laughs> officer, like, which so, way uh, the Olentangy river? Yeah. So, um, that, that was probably the craziest, uh, I mean, and just the fact that like we, everybody just collectively decides to cross out all the M's on campus. And like, that's just like, fine. I don't know. There's just several things that like, if you mention them in passing and you think that they're normal, like when you bring them up in conversation and they look at you, like you got three heads, like you're like, Oh yeah, I guess that's not what normal people do. But, um, so yeah, so college sports makes you do weird things. Um, but the good news is that there are plenty of companies that will fully support that. And so we are a partner with Home Field Apparel, and they will support all of your insane college football needs, college sports needs. With uh, you know, you cover. You're a fan of an obscure team. I think they just launched their uh, Youngstown State line. Youngstown um, State one's nasty. It is. It is. It, it is sweet. What was the uh, the the Surf and Penguin? Was that one of them? Yeah, it was I, like the Ice Palace. Yeah. So there there are there are some sweet. That's that's a sweet sweet. Um, line line of clothes and they i mean they're they're always coming out with cool things so um no buckeye clothes yet but uh i'm I'm sure that's in the works um and if you feel so obliged to head over to their website and check them out um you can use the coupon code meet at midfield which is our website meet at midfield.com is our website but use the promo code meet at midfield for 15 percent off your first order at homefield.com so can't emphasize enough good stuff um, we both wear it. So, uh, but I mean, speaking of just absolutely insane traditions that we just completely normalize, um, we're, we're recording this on Sunday. This is the day that Ohio state had their camp check-in day and try explaining to a normal person that these teens are checking into a hotel to a collection of like middle-aged bloggers in cargo pants just <laughs> greeting them at the, at the hotel and and like I, I don't know everything about this is insane like it, right like th- this isn't normal it, it's like one of those things like when i first started uh blogging i was like man what the like when i first <laughs> like waited i was like man what the hell is this like are you guys like seriously like we're gonna look at pictures like it's a little homoerotic to me you know, we're look at all these like buff strapping lads. Like, oh, he's been spending time in the weight room this summer. Like, I like what I'm seeing. Like, yeah, right. You know, but I mean, it's it's like um, it's no different than like a red carpet. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or like uh, you know, somebody walking into the Met Gala. Like that's all it is. And I like right. it, it gives the it gives the players a chance to show some personality. And it's so the you only don't get time- to see. Yeah, and it's the only time really that a lot of them will be seen without their helmets on. Right. Well, and, th- and that's the yeah. thing too is like for for their interview sessions and their post games, like a lot of the NFL players they shower and stuff before they're really like out at their press conference and stuff. So you get to see like what they wear. But here it's like I don't know. In college, everything's like in pads or right after practice or something like that. They're just in their team issued Nike gear or whatever. So yeah, you're right. Like this is the only time where they get to decide what they wear. Was it was it Braxton that showed up in like 2015 with the drone? Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I don't think we've ever seen that footage. I don't think we've ever seen that footage. But he was making like a documentary of that season, and uh, yeah, that was incredible. Season, what a season well, it was, right? Yeah, it was it was something for sure. What what's the what's the most incredible? That that definitely sticks up there. Like, is the most incredible uh, camp check in? I'm trying to think of other ones. There there have been some crazy ones. Um, uh was it McCall with the uh the shirt and the shirt the shirt of the shirt of the shirt of the shirt yeah drew chrisman did his like love story over shirts too 
Oh uh, yeah, well, and then he misspelled. He misspelled the. He put the Beyonce. wrong. This is what. This is what Ramsey taught me. This is why you got to have friends that are smarter than you. Yeah. Uh, back when I had a fiance, I spelled it that way, and uh, he's like, "That means that it, it's different spellings." And so, like, Christian walked in, just being like, "I love my fiance." And and it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. That, so, so for, if, if you're not if you're not if you're not keen on on French, um, fiance, if you're marrying a a, a dude, is E is one E with the accent mark. Female fiance is two E's at the end. So Drew Christman's shirt implied that he was marrying a, a male, which um, would have been kind of funny because it said, I love my Mormon fiance. <laughs> but the, 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 whole love, the whole love story was, was great because it started off with, I love Mormon girls was the first one. And then it was, I love my Mormon girlfriend was the second one. And then it was, I love my Mormon fiance. And then the last one was, I love my Mormon wife. So you just got to see it all progress. That one was pretty good. Um, generally I, Joe Burrow had a couple like good shirts. Like I think he came out in like a Batman shirt or something. I don't know. Yeah. I so think Superman one year. Yeah. Superman was good. There's, there's a good one to, uh, a, a walk-on receiver, I believe, today came in a, a full Winnie the Pooh onesie, which is pretty solid. So, all, all in all, all in all, I am I am definitely pro um, camp check-in day. What what would you wear to to camp check-in day? Man, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good it's question. Important. Uh, it's important though. Like you're you're saying, it's this is like the red carpet of yeah, of Ohio yeah, State you know, football. and like because like, me, like people would be like, oh, you know. DJ is not a serious person. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like, heaven forbid, <laughs> I don't think anybody here would be like, you know, there goes a serious man. As I walk down the street, <laughs> I, I think like 90% of the time you wear an unbuttoned, like Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, right now that's, that would be my go-to. Like I probably yeah. wouldn't even like, I'd get the hogs really going wild. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even button it. Not a single button, you know, yeah, my, just, my just hair, you know, hair, just let it flow. And then the short shorts are back. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I can't, I came up when I was in college, like, oh my God, if I was like, did this when I was in college, I would have showed up in like baggy shorts hanging past <laughs> my knees and like, like, like off, the, you know, the like the soldier Kobe, boy era. Yeah, yeah. Or like a Kobe jersey or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember the, um, the first, the first like camp check-in day I paid attention to, which I'm showing my youth here was uh, when Jamal Berry brought an HDTV, like a flat-screen TV. And I just remember the message boards about Jamal Berry showing up with a flat-screen TV. They're like, what's he going to do with a flat-screen TV at <laughs> camp check-in? At camp, he's bringing a, a TV to camp. Like, that makes me nervous. And, I mean, to be fair, like, he lasted like a year. So. You know, yeah. There was, there, <laughs> There's something to that. Right. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess... It just begins the camp check-in. Just begins the uh, overanalyzing literally everything about everything that happens in camp. So, well, um, okay. I mean, I'll be reading the Oracle. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> He'll tell us. He'll tell us. You, you, you know. guys are. If you're coming, if you're coming to us, you're coming for the the wrong source of information. Um, the Oracle yeah. has got you covered. What's the new one? The new one. The, the helping technician. The help helping technician. Yeah. Definitely not the same people too. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely, definitely real. Got, yeah, the helping the helping technician is just so good. Like, it feels like a joke. Like, I don't it, know. Does. Like, it does. I, like, like the the oracle at least it like kind of leans into the like I don't know the like shadowiness, but it's like what the, what the hell is the helping technician? <laughs> So I also love that we don't even have to provide context to this because I think like 95% of the people listening to this are going to know exactly what we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've already made my, I've already made my investment back, uh, you know, with this website. So like, it's already, you know, it's money in the bank for me, but if it, if it goes down, like my next job, I'm just going to, I'm just going to apply it to Buckeye scoop and I'm be like, listen, boy, (laughs) You need a writer in the room. Yeah, <laughs> literally hire like one other person. <laughs> Please just hire one other person. Like, oh uh, man. Uh, but um, yeah, so I, I guess, I guess they will probably have the scoop on what the hell is going on with uh, Jake Seibert switching to a corner. Is he's, he's Ohio state's next great corner. I mean, <laughs> It's like I was saying in in the breakfast kegger, like 
it's either, I, I guess on one hand, you know, it's nice that we have like, you know, a kicker that could, you know, go mix it up in the cornerback room, I guess. But on the other hand, well, what the hell is a kicker doing <laughs> taking cornerback reps? Well, like, the, is that the, where we are? The best and, part is he's on scholarship too. Like, it's not even like, it's not even like it's a walk on kicker. That's just like, ah, do what you want. Like I, I wouldn't care, but like, cool. <laughs> I'd have to look up the poster, but we were talking about this in the forum and one guy was like, you know, what if it's just, I guess it, there was a guy in Iowa where he was like a, a special teams guy or something. And like, it just ended up, they couldn't kick him off the team. He ended up coming back somehow and he had one year left. So they basically like let him uh, play quarterback in the quarterback room. And they, they said that you go to games and see him warming up and there'd be like this childlike figure, like throwing passes <laughs> and everybody would be like, who the hell is that guy? And uh, so it could be like a similar situation like that. Cause I mean, he's not, you know, Noah Ruggles, you know, the yeah. MDM, like the guy who just sounds like a straight MDMA dealer. I, I love him. Uh, oh yeah. Like, you know, Cyrus not going to be kicking anyway. So, and he's on scholarship. If you can't really, you know, medical him, uh, and maybe, you know, and there's another poster pointed out, you know, maybe they don't want to upset the Cincinnati high school the pipelines. Yeah. You know, doing something, doing them wrong. So it's maybe like, all right, like you're not going to be kicking, like go play cornerback. <laughs> I, I, I think the funniest possible <laughs> scenario is that he's like actually good though. Like at that, I like fingers crossed that he is like somewhat like playable. Cause that would be the funniest thing ever is like that'd be some third string. That'd be third string kicker stuff. Oh yeah. Third string kicker switches to cornerback and like plays at Ohio state. Like that's, I'm like almost rooting for it. It'd be I like mean, a Chris I, Gamble figure. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't, I don't think he's actually ever going to like start, but like imagine he better not. But like, like imagine, imagine like fourth quarter versus Arkansas state. He gets like a pick six or something like that'd be the fun. Oh, shit. God. Yeah. That, oh, that, that would be content. Yeah. Like the third, that, street, would, be third con- that, that would be content. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm rooting for that. I'm, I'm not actually like sitting here. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't think yeah. I'm really that worried about it either way, but I, I, I think it'd be hilarious if he makes a play. That's, that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, it would be sweet. It would be sweet. But um, I mean, past that, I don't know if we've even had time for there to be any sort of. Uh, oh, a, a, another good one. This, this one popped up too. Did you know that that uh, Mayan Williams has a uh, a is a rapper? I saw. Yeah, you were talking about. Did you link that in the? Slack I did. Today? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah, I checked that out. He's like, it's not that bad. No, it's not bad yeah. at all. No, that, that, that was, that was solid. I, that was a pleasant surprise. Um, I mean, usually when like, I mean, you see it all the time when athletes try their hand at, uh, it, the, the performing arts, um, it, it doesn't usually go well, but I, I was pleasantly surprised that one popped up and I was like, Oh wow, this is, this is, uh, well yeah. done. And, just, and, and like, he, he's like, just he's wait, like, <laughs> just wait till his first bad game. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> He well, wasn't in the, doing all these rap videos. <laughs> that's, that, that's absolutely how it goes. I mean, there's like, a, that would probably be like the 10th the, the comment or something if that was like posted on a forum or something. Like, oh, I hope this just doesn't take away from his, from his time spent in the game or the weight room or, I don't know. It's my, it's my favorite. That's, uh, that, I think that might be my favorite message boardism is like that people sincerely believe that these college kids do absolutely nothing but football a hundred percent of the time. Um, and like, that's, I mean, think, think about you in college. Like, did, could you Bro. dedicate yourself to like any, anything the way no. that they're even, like, there's just no way like 17 to 20 year old, like Bro, I reasonably Maurice, expect them to. Maurice, I showed up to Montana with like 10 bottles of mad dog and a quarter of, like Marion mids, like just garbage weed. And I thought I was like Tony Montana. You know what I mean? I was just, oh my God. Like I, Maurice Corrette mentioned in his book one time about how like women would just like knock on his door and stuff. Like I dude, I would have, I would be dead with syphilis. I, I could not, there was no way 18 year old me couldn't handle it by myself, let alone if I had any modicum of fame. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how these guys really do it. Cause like, it's, you know, it's amazing. It really some is. Of them can like put that aside because like me, not a chance, well, brother. I, I even remember like Joey Bosa, he got in a little bit of trouble, like a little bit of trouble 
um, his, I think, I guess it was his sophomore year. Um, was that out, outside Midway when he, he got detained? I, I, I think that's what it was. And he like basically made the decision, like he was living with Zeke at the time. And he basically made the decision that he was going to move out and he was going to get an apartment by himself and he was going to do nothing. Like he was going to play video games by himself. He was not going to go out. He was not like, I, I basically like it described, like I, it sounds like he was just lonely and just like kind of isolated his entire like last two years at Ohio state, just because like he did not trust himself to not, you know, get himself. Yeah. Oh, well, his parents, they, they lived together. Him and both and his parents were like, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a solid career advice for both of them. I, I like I know I know somebody I know uh, a woman who like lived below that famous apartment, and yeah, let's just say it's amazing they 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 showed up. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I have I have heard some tales, um, but like I, I I mean props to him for and his family for just like I, I guess noping that out of existence to start because like I. I don't know. But like you said, like, I don't know how an athlete can given like how high profile they're how high profile, like a, a, a true freshman who hasn't played a snap is like, I, 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 I can't imagine maintaining that level of focus through. I don't know. So I, I, I don't, I don't really blame them for anything at all. And especially now with like social media, you know, right. Cause I remember, I remember when prior committed, I was in school and that was like the big deal when he committed to the Ohio state university, <laughs> or, or no, the University of Ohio State, State Buckeyes. Yeah, that's the correct way. Yeah, the uh, University of Ohio State Buckeyes. Is watching that in like Eddie George's Grill. On yeah. When it was up right there. Uh, RIP. Yeah, the mediocre and overpriced grill of Eddie George. Yeah. Um, it was like, it wasn't like the social media wasn't like as big now. And like, they're just so, players are like so accessible in ways that they weren't even when I was in school. I, I mean, that was, you know. 14, 15 years ago now. So it wasn't like that long ago, but it's, I guess it's saying that out loud. makes me seem ancient. <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. But, it was just a decade and a half ago. You know, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, like everybody knows who you, like they can't really like hide. Yeah. You know, like I knew who prior was, but like the rest of, like the rest of the players, like you're like, you know, who the hell are these people? Well, I, I even remember, um, the, uh, the players would walk around. They might still, I, I mean, I'm, I graduated like five years ago, whatever. Uh, they had the, the like team issued backpacks that they'd walk around with and it would have their name and number on the back. So it's like, all you had to do was like pull up the roster, you know, and you knew exactly who that was like, Oh, that's Keandre Jones. You know, I don't know. Um, so I, you're right. Like it, there's really no hiding. There's no being anonymous or anything at all. Like you, everyone knows who you are. Everyone's seen you. Everyone can find you on Twitter and stuff like that. So it's just a different beast, but like to the, the whole like these kids shouldn't have lives beyond football. It's like honestly, like it's amazing that they do as well as they do. Like I, yeah. I, I know Ohio State. Kind of, like, I mean, they do. I mean, in, but and I mean, football does take up a lot of time. It does. Yeah, you know, it's it, a full time. Like I mean, the NLIs, the NILs a win, big time win. But like, I'm not gonna be sad. I mean, they're employees. At the end of the day, they're employees. Yeah. And they should, you know, you got to be, when you have, when it starts to be like, you have to be at this place at this certain time and you have to go and they control your entire day. I mean, you know, that's a whole nother pot entirely, but it is a time sink. And I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, what like goes on, like the, the average day to day yeah, of the college football player. Like those guys are like, it, it's, I couldn't do it, and thank no. God I could. And thank God I couldn't because nobody's trying to watch me run a forty <laughs> on, on a cold Saturday morning. You know what I mean? No, no. So I, I mean, I, I like I, I just think about it. It's like I, I was in college, and it was, it was a grind enough. Like I, I can't imagine throwing in however many hours of football on top of that. And, and I don't know. Every, everybody has their own college experience, but uh, you I know, just, and like, but. Cause I remember one time I was I was doing foreign language. I was in I was in well, language. Time, uh, well, <laughs> that's the kicker. Uh, is, it, is it Swahili? Yeah. So I, I'm sitting there. <laughs> it's Swahili. I'm sitting I'm sitting there with my advisor, and one of the few times I met with my advisor at Ohio State, and we're going through. And I need the foreign language credit for whatever bullshit major I was telling myself I was going to pursue that semester, and. Uh, 
I'm like, yeah, you know, I, foreign language and me really ain't get really get along. Like, I mean, Spanish, I, I pass, it, English, I pass yeah. it, but like, yeah, right. Like, I mean, foreign language really is my thing. She's like, well, have you ever heard of Swahili? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. And my friend, my friend Kyle Rowan, who works at the Blade now, we grew up together, and uh, he had taken it. So I, I was like, yeah, I was like, I actually have heard of Swahili. And she goes, well, all the football players take Swahili. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, duly noted. And that's how I ended up Swahili 101 with Mbisa Gusa. Dude moved from Kenya. He moved to Mount Gilead because he saw it on the map, and he figured Mount Gilead's mountain would remind him of uh, <laughs> Kenya. That's so, so good. He, like, moved over, yeah, he's like driving around in like a he's full like, mountain in Mount, in Mount Gilead, like looking for the mountain. I was like, and he's like, I didn't last very long there. I was like, I bet, buddy. That's amazing. <laughs> Mount, Gilead, That's amazing. Mount Gilead is a dark place. <laughs> there, there's a lot of those in, in, in the, but, in, yeah. you know, in I, the I state of Ohio. I won't call any players out because, I mean, it is, you know, if you don't, and that's that's the other thing, too. Like, if you don't want to, I have no problem with that. If yeah. you don't want to come, you're already good enough at a skill. If you just want to come here and play football, that's fine. That's yeah. what it is. And there were a lot of players. There was one player, a cornerback. Man, he would come in 10 minutes late, just a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a pencil and a folder. But he would just come in 10 minutes late, sit down sit there, test on his flip phone, and then leave 10 minutes earlier. And then in Swahili 104, I've advanced all the way through. I was actually <laughs> a little bit of a Swahili speaker by the end of it. I had, I had a partner who, his family runs a famous uh, trash business in Columbus. And he was, we were oral partners in 104. And he could not have passed 101. And our oral, like going back and forth, he couldn't have passed 101. And so, like, so I did my part, and then I was like, all right, you know, and he's like, uh, like, he didn't have shit, dude. And so we walk out and we get on the elevator, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and I was like, well, I think that went well. And he goes, I don't care. He's like, as long as I get a D plus in this class, he's like, I'm playing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> My, 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 and then he, he wasn't ineligible. My my favorite was um was there was I had a a linebacker in a freshman linebacker in my theater class, and we we lucked out with this theater teacher that like actually like made us do shit, and like we had to like play these like they were like games that you would play in like fourth grade music class, like you're skipping in circles and stuff like that, and. Um, he, he came, there was a girl who came and she asked her to like participate in this game. And she goes, Oh, well, I wasn't here when we learned the game. And she was like, Oh, okay. Well then you can sit out and just like, you know, like learn the game. And once you feel comfortable, you can get in and play. And, um, so he saw that interaction. And when it came time for him to play the game, he says, Oh, I wasn't here yesterday. And she goes, uh, I, I do attendance sheets for you. Like I have to like sign off that you were in class. Like you were definitely in class yesterday. And he just stares at her and goes, Oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he went to the bathroom and didn't come back. I never saw him the rest of the semester. So I don't know what the hell happened there, but he, he was not having the game was not having that professor and uh, noped his way out of that class. So I, I respect, I respect it. Like I really do. Like if you're if you're there to play that. football, like you're there to play football. Oh yeah. Who yeah, hasn't? I did. Who hasn't? Dude, I didn't I go to a full week of classes until like my fourth year of five. Yeah. I don't think I went to five classes my first few years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember I was like going to do, I did like some technical writing, technical English. I was like, this is the year I'm going to learn the King's proper English. You know, I'm going to learn what an adverb is. And uh, <laughs> like the first day, like we were, we had a diagram of sentence. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good yeah, at that so, actually. Oh, okay. Well they tried to start diagram sentence. I was like, this is shit my parents talked about. Yeah. I'm, going around, I'm like, you know what? I was like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> totally and fair. I, I just like I just got up, I left, and I dropped the class. 
and, and the thing is that like we've done fine for ourselves like there are there's two degrees between the two of us and uh we're, we're talking <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like there's like two and two and like 0.8 yeah that's true 2.8 degrees between the two of us so yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll start that as a, a kickstarter campaign is uh and i'm technically an alumnus you know if i was like that's a true LinkedIn, if i'm a linkedin grifter you're you know, an alum yeah like, you're an alum that was the thing we had to talk about in the. I was I was actually talking about that with my wife today. We we had to go through, I think it was with the lantern. We had to figure out if we were allowed to call um, players that leave early for the NFL if we're allowed to call them alumni, and you are because all you have to do is just take in one class and enroll at Ohio State. Like, and as soon as you leave, you're an alum. Like, yeah. Regardless of if you graduate, so. Uh, now I'm, I'm so far removed. I remember a couple years, like a year or so after I like dropped out, I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, they sent me like an email. They're like, as a proud alumnus of Ohio <laughs> University. I was like, are you kidding me? Like they, they had their hand out for money. I was like, are you, what? I, I'm never <laughs> you didn't donating. even give me a degree. Right? Like I'm never donating. Get out of here. Uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the good news is, even if you haven't graduated from Ohio State, the one thing everybody has in common, Ohio State fans, is uh, the disdain for Michigan. So you, you don't have to have a piece of paper to hate Michigan. Um, and I, I think the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, I somehow I, I got a notification for this from like my I get it's the score, which is what my uh, my score tracking app of choice. Um, informed me that Rich Eisen trolled um, Ohio State fans at, at the Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame dinner or whatever. Um, so the quote was uh, in the middle of his like opening speech. He says, for your safety and the safety of those in attendance, please locate the nearest exit in, in case of emergency. And if you need help locating the nearest exit, just think of yourself as a member of the Ohio State Buckeyes in the middle of the fourth quarter last November in Michigan Stadium. That's the way you look for an exit. So... Listen, like, I think it's been about, like, it, it's been a decade since we've had to deal with any sort of, like, real trolling. What does it yeah. feel like to, to, to just, like, actually hear this? Dude, I, like, I really thought that working at 11 Warriors as long as I did, I really thought it, like, killed a lot of, like, my fandom. Like, I, I, I'd become, like, a little bit cynical or whatever, and I just thought, like, I, I, I only just saw, became a fan, it's just, like, his content. Like, Braxton Miller hits a spin. Like, that's content, oh, yeah. baby. I thought, like, it, it had kind of killed the lizard part of my brain. And even, like, the, in the COVID year was really, year you know, losing to uh, Clemson, going Joker mode, and then the COVID year, and even, like, beating, putting Dabo in the box, like, it was, I don't know, it was, it was just something... Some was missing, and then losing to Michigan, <laughs> it brought it all back, bro. It was like the Manchurian candidate getting activated again. Like I am full back in the trenches. I'm like Ryan Day is on the goddamn hot seat. I don't care if he wins every game by forty. If he loses it to Michigan again, and especially if we can't run the goddamn ball on third and short or whatever, <laughs> like I'm gonna lose my mind. And it it has brought everything back, and like. I try to remember, like, these people have been down, bro. We have had their, <laughs> like, well, that's, we have that's had, the thing. I, I, I had, saw one, one I, comment to it was like, this joke sounds like it was a decade in the making. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's been waiting on that, like, forever. Like, and it really, they act, it, what, what's so funny is the myth making that has gone on. Like, they beat us. They deserve to win that game. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't an ass kicking. They didn't demolish right. us. Like that game was competitive all the way till basically the end of the game. Right. I mean, they, especially with how quickly Ohio State can put up points. It's like, I mean, it, it was it ended like a three score game or something like that, and they scored last in like the couple last couple minutes. Like, I don't know. It, it never felt like Ohio State was like totally out of it until like the last like seven minutes of the game. So yeah, it. it but the, again, like. The, the myth-making, like you're saying, is like that Ohio State got its ass kicked, and it's like... Kate McNamara saying, oh, I can't believe the, I can't believe the, the gap was that. I thought he was gone. He's coming, <laughs> I, he's coming back. Oh, I can't wait to get those highlights. His little, and I'm talking about his little hair spackle that he's got going on. Not any highlights he's going to be putting on in the shoe. I can't wait to have him back in here. But, it, you know, let him have it. Honestly, let him have it because... I enjoy 
Michigan when they're at their most smug. Yeah. When like I like that that's just the Michigan that's like the Michigan made like just the true smug like I am a one of the the Harvard of the Midwest. You know, I look down on you like Mountain Dew swilling, you know, yahoos who don't have, you know, your pathetic little lives and your pathetic little football team. And, you know, I like them when they are at their most arrogant, when they're starting to smell themselves a little bit, you know, and, 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 and that's, I like knocking them off the pedestal. So like, that's why I was thankful for Harbaugh coming back because he at least made it competitive. You at least know that guy wants to beat us as bad as we want to beat him for all his peccadillos. And, it's going to be a blessing, I think. No, I, I, I think the best part of this all of year. it, I think the, the best part of all of it, too, was that, like, Michigan got a grand total of, like, like three weeks at the top. You know, like, like they beat Ohio State, and then they, like, demolished Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, and they're riding, like, the highest that program has been in, like, two decades and then it just crumbled immediately. <laughs> like, like immediately, immediately got their shit kicked in in the college football playoff. And then you're like, okay, well, we'll try again next year. And then you had that whole like two month, month or two span of Harbaugh like soliciting himself to any NFL team that will listen. Yeah. And like, and I don't know. There's there just losses like, both coordinators. Yeah, lost both coordinators because of all of that. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just it's amazing that like they had like three weeks where they were like at the top, and then all of a sudden, and uh, they're recruiting. Oh my god, they're recruiting. I, I, I think whenever I think ours is bad, I'm like, whoa, oh, yeah, just, okay, just just go ahead and scroll over <laughs> to yeah, like Michigan, like they they maybe they're gonna win one every ten. I'll take that because that I want the I want the all time. I remember when my dad, when I was young, my dad was like, oh, you know, Michigan has an all-time record, and they're going to have it forever. It's just the nature of the rivalry, and they won a bunch of games in the 1800s. And I was like, okay. But the all-time rivalry is on the table. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they do pick off one every 10 years. You know, but they're not going to be back until that recruiting is on par with Ohio State's. Until they start stacking class on classic and go pound star for star with Ohio State, they're not seriously going to – you know, flip the script like Jim Trestle did. Right. I don't think yeah, that, yeah. I don't think it was a win like that. Yeah, and I I think it's just like I don't know. It's it's it still felt like fluky. And I this is this is absolutely going to come across as the most like Homer Buckeye conversation ever. But like it felt fluky. Like it it didn't feel like that was actually I don't know. Like that didn't feel repeatable. Uh, they got lucky. I mean, they got they wouldn't have won it without the snow. <laughs> you know, I, you know, know. If that you know, if that game's in the dome, I, I'd love you know. But you know, if my aunt had testicles, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I've got Michigan's uh, Michigan's recruiting pulled up right now for 2023. Their highest rated recruit um, is not a top 100 recruit. He's the number 122 recruit in the country. They have only two recruits that are higher than the top or than the top 200. Um, and they have, let me count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Most of their recruits are not top 400 players. They're currently, they're currently ranked 28th in the country in terms of 2023 recruiting, which is behind powerhouses such as TCU, North Carolina, um, Northwestern, Iowa, Michigan State, uh, it is one spot ahead of West Virginia. So they're just doing stellar. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I just, that's another school. They should be killing it in the NLI game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the money they've got and the alumni that they've got and the businesses that their alumni have founded. Yeah, I, I have no idea how they're not, like, in some way, like, there's no reason with that alumni base and how rich those alumni are that they can't do something similar to what like Texas A&M's doing. So I, I don't know. And like you even had like Jim Harbaugh, I think for a long time, like Michigan acted like they were above NIL. They're like, ah, this is just a fad that it's going to pass. We're a Michigan football. We're still going to be fine. But like, then you saw Ryan day, like came out 
and basically said like, look, we need $13 million a year to keep this roster together. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh at big 10 media days said, I think we can double it. So it's like, yeah, you probably can, but like you've done nothing to this point. To... <laughs> I don't know. I, they don't I, have I just, the dog in them. They don't have it, the dog in them. That's exactly what it is. Like, I, I think like you've got the, the big powerhouse teams, like, Ohio State, Texas A&M, like credit to Texas A&M. As soon as that became legal, they're like, all right, how can we make this work for us? Like, how can we do it? And like Michigan's sitting around like, ah, we actually don't need this. Like, and what about, what about their recruiting the past 10 years has suggested that they did not need the help from their donors when they were allowed to get it. I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm baffled by it. And it kind of just like grinds my gears that we're sitting here having to dissect a loss from this team that I, I still don't, I, I don't respect Michigan still. Like, I don't no, know. I mean, and Harbaugh, Harbaugh leaving like he did, he was trying to leave all, you know, he was trying to he leave was. on top. He was. he was trying to sneak out the back door, leave on top because he got humbled and that he beat Ohio state. He thought he climbed the mountaintop and then Georgia just smacked him right back down the mountain. It was so good. I mean, open hand smack. Yeah, I mean, it was a very disrespectful. I mean, it wasn't even a, a closed fist. It was an open hand smack tumbling back down the mountain. And I think he realized, holy smokes, like, not only did I have to beat Ohio State, but then there's, like, right. other final bosses who could, like, right. might be even better. And he saw the gap between actually winning a national, like, what his where his team was and what a national uh title team looked like exactly and he tried to sneak out on top he tried to sneak out the yeah, back yeah. door on top because i was reading about the minnesota vikings they're they're like they're in a room with him for like six nine out what the hell are you talking about jim harbaugh <laughs> six to nine hours. Six out. Wait, what's our three like right i mean you got to be getting down to uh, you know the alien hieroglyphics like <laughs> Uh, he's probably doing all sorts of weird stuff, like you know, probably or trying to order a bunch of food. Like, I could only imagine being in a room with that guy. He but, tried to sneak out, and he's back. And Brian Day, ah, uh, Brian Day is going to nail him to the cross. I, I hope. Well, I, hope. I see. I facilitate because some days I'm like, "Hey, Brian Day, this guy's a bum." <laughs> well, the, the the thing is though, like the thing that I appreciate about Ryan Day is that, like, I mean, him and Harbaugh to a point. Neither of them like, like play like, I don't know. Like Urban, Urban even was like a little too diplomatic in in his like press conferences about dealing with like, I don't know, other people and other coaches and stuff like that. And like Ryan Day, just he like kind of wears it on his sleeve, and I appreciate that. Like after he made the comments about the hang one hundred on him comments, he just like didn't deny it and was just like, ah, I'm not. I appreciate the question, but. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's refreshing that like, you can almost just like tell that he does not like Harbaugh and he wants to beat the shit out of it. Like, yeah. It, oh yeah. And, and, and you can tell. And I, and, and I love that because like, you couldn't, you couldn't really tell with urban, like you, those guys might be friends behind the scenes or something like that. But it's like, no, like Ryan day wants to like shove a screwdriver between Jim Harbaugh's ribs. Like he would do it. Like if they got in a fight, like Ryan day would finish him. See, I, I don't think Har- I don't think Urban liked Harbaugh either. He might not have, but like I mean, he was diplomatic about it. I, well, you remember, you remember when he had Shelly call him during that presser? Oh God, that was funny. Right, that was good. and that, that was, was completely troll. staged. Like, there's no Shelly watches all those press. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, it was just a random phone call. You yeah, know, and tell him, you know, pick up milk, <laughs> pick up milk on the way right. home, honey. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did forget about that. That one was good. So yeah, yeah, he did he did a little bit of trolling. But, but, I, I, but just, I do I do respect that Harbaugh basically put it out there. You know, Urban he like that's what he thinks. Yeah, yeah. that's what he thinks. Ryan Day that Urban built your program that well, you're just some. Um, well, the, the the best the best part is that he did it after the game, and he had every intention, as we know, of sneaking the hell out after that. And yeah. so like so like I I appreciate that like Ryan Day. Well, I guess they weren't public comments, but like Ryan Day's comments came before the game and Harbaugh just like snuck out this W and like shit talked Ryan Day and had every intention of (laughs) never facing him ever again. And it's like now the tables have switched and Uh, you have to go back to the shoe with probably Ryan Day's best team since he's been here. And it's going to it's going to be hilarious because like they're going to have to play each other again. And I don't think Harbaugh accounted for that when he was making those comments. No. 
And <sighs> right. so that, and because that, that's my thing with like Ohio, the Ohio State season that gets me mad. Like Notre, like my big critique on the, there's only so many games that Ohio State can theoretically lose. Number one, or like be this even like remotely competitive, like, competitive, right. and like has the actual environment. So I mean, Notre. <laughs> Notre Dame as the opener is about as close as it gets to Michigan, but man, there's that, just nothing I, like it, it's. It, there's nothing like it, and I'm glad that like we did get we did we should probably have we should probably have a loss every ten years. It probably you know the the, yeah. the tree of liberty needs refreshed with the blood of tyrants. Like if you don't <laughs> want your fans, like there's a whole generation out there, right? That like probably didn't even like didn't even remember the last. Lost to Michigan. Well, yeah, right. If it's was, been a decade, and if you if say it's been a oh, decade, without, you got to think about an like interim coach. You know, without an interim coach, then you got to go back even further. Like, so you, it's good that I think every Ohio State fan should know what Michigan losing to Michigan feels like. Yeah, and whatever the minimum number is to make that happen, if it's once every, once every ten years, you know, I, think I, I can that, live with that. I, I could probably live with that. Um, that way, like. Because coming off a loss and then that next year and having them at Ohio State and having Harbaugh on the sidelines, it's oh man. Hopefully we can get some snow. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd be down with that. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I keep, I think back to that game more, more than a healthy person should. To be clear, and like, what if Ohio State had an average defense, maybe just like slightly below average? You know, like, I just. I, it, I, it, I, <laughs> I thought like, um, you know, I, midway through the third quarter, I was like, holy shit, we could actually lose this game. Like when we couldn't get, when it was like third and seven, third and eight, and we just can't get off the field. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, oh, and when they're just gashing us, dude, like I have... I can't remember the last time they just got bullied like that. Well, I guess I can, but by Michigan. Yeah, that I, I've never seen that. That that was new. That was new. When they just like, I mean, I, I, it's a shame that Ryan's not here. Uh, they just got dominated at the line of scrimmage. They just did. They just got eaten on both sides of the ball, and that's what did it. So, um, I don't know. I I I, I hope. I, 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 I would be stunned. I, I think that's what will do it for me. If, if Ohio State loses this game twice in a row. Oh. That's never happened in, in the my old, the old life. Tangy, the old Tangy will will run red. <laughs> and it's not going to be Ohio State red either. It's going to be the color of blood. <laughs> <laughs> would, would people like burn down Ryan Day's house? Uh, there would be an insurrection at the at, – at the whack, like you know, we'd be chanting like, "Where's Jerry May? We just want to talk." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah, shuffling up Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Wilson's papers on his desk. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so. We're on, on that note, I don't. I don't know if we have a. We, we've already thoroughly freaked out about about a, a game that isn't going to happen for what? Like it's like six months at this point. Yeah, five months. And, and bring on the Irish. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll. We just. Uh, it's it's August. We needed something to talk about, and Rich Eisen decided to to go to go troll on me. So the other thing was I I uh, I wrote about those comments over at my day job because. Uh, People like to click on a provocative troll attempts. But <laughs> I, I literally had to Google why is Rich Eisen famous, and turns out like he he's famous for just like being a a sports a talker about sports or so, yeah he's uh, he's been in the game for a while. I remember he he came up with uh, ESPN. I see, he's one of those that like I I knew he was a broadcaster and like I knew like what you know what he did and i knew that he was from michigan it's like, do, you, do, you rem- do you remember like sports center when it was like sports good. center yeah i know i do like, I, I, do you remember like waking up and like because like that's how you check the scores it was <laughs> yeah it was or, or at night like like late at night i used to like fall asleep in the living room and like i'd watch sports center through like 
four times. I don't know. It, I, I, I noticed that like there's a time when it would, it would be a new sports center like every three hours, but then it like stopped becoming like new at like 10 o'clock yeah. and it would just cycle through like the same sports center. Yeah. And so yeah, like that, that's right. when you knew it was time to go to bed when you're like, Oh, I've watched the same sports center three times in a row. So, so yeah, I, I, I do remember, I, I remember the glory days of, uh, of, of ESPN. I remember, uh, coming home from school and you, you ever watch uh PTI or, um, Oh yeah. PTI around the horn. Around the horn is good. Tony Rally has an age. It's insane. He's, right, he's like gotten younger, dude. It's like, what in the hell is going on? I need, Dude's I, need a vampire. I need his skincare regimen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's nuts. I, I looked, he's got a little bit of gray in his hair, but it's like the sophisticated kind, not the old kind. I don't know. I, if, if I age like Tony Reale. Yeah. And I mean, we were talking about grind. There's a grinder right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I respect it. I, I, I am not a, I am not a hater of sports personalities. I'm a, a respecter of sports personalities. Like Stephen A. Smith, he pro- I think he makes like seven million dollars a year. I respect it. I respect it. Oh he's yeah. It. And he's also an actor on. He does soap operas. No way. Oh, you really? never, never heard that? No. Yeah, like an actor on like General General yeah, Hospital. Oh, it goes it goes viral on Twitter probably every, every now and then. Every now and then, Stephen A. Smith soap operas yeah i guess i've just yeah. revealed that i'm not online enough yeah he's on general hospital he plays a guy getting brick brick is a fictional character on abc soap opera general hospital he's been portrayed by Stephen a smith since the character's introduction in march uh 2016 he's a surveillance tech expert <laughs> so he's not even like a cameo like sports guy like he's just no like no he's like he's an dude. actual he's an actual legit actor like, That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Right, well, you learned yeah, something. Okay. I, I yeah, he's right. <laughs> I respect him. I respect him. But um, so I guess that is proof that like whenever somebody makes fun of my job for, I mean, just posting about sports online, it's like, listen, listen, this can be lucrative. This can be a lucrative business. I could be a millionaire. I just got to earn my keep and then uh, I can I, I too can be on general hospital I would love to be on general hospital I'd love I think that's that. that's our new grift is we'll just start a, a soap opera I used to watch the soaps with my mom as a kid like in the summer there's some heavy there's some heavy lines but the thing about soap opera there's never <laughs> any consequences that's yeah. you know I like there's never any consequences people can die they can come back different actors you never you never really know yeah it's a, it's wild that, i think that's why we need to go for one we'll, we'll get a, a meet at midfield soap opera going i'm sure everybody else would agree to it uh, about the, the ohio state beat yeah 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 <laughs> i want to play who do you want to play it's tough to say like who do i want to uh, play me as like an actor i mean brad pitt obviously no i i mean if if you were in a soap opera about the ohio state beat who would you want to to play like who would you want to be Oh, I want to be a young. That'd be good. I want to be Bill Landis, the man with no bad takes. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good one. Like Landis, you know what I mean? Landis is just like everybody loves Landis, dude. Yeah, I love Landis. Like I'm, I don't don't know a fan. Yeah, I don't know a single person that's anti-Landis. I want to be. If I was playing somebody, I would want to be a young Tim May. Just like, you know, bright eyed, like, like early, early of his career. Like I, I just, <laughs> I, I was, I was going to tell a Tim May story, but I, I don't think I can because the dude still works for Ohio state but, or not for Ohio state. He still covers the team actively, but I'll, I'll, I'll save it for when he retires or maybe dies and I can't shame him anymore. Cause but. He, cause he came up in, from Texas. He's from yeah. Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah, you just he catches you off guard. Like I, that, that, that's the thing that I can say about Tim May. His comments always catch you off guard. Like he, it'll be a he, dead yeah. serious moment, and he'll look you in the eyes and say the most insane thing. You're like, oh my god. So. <laughs> he he DM me one time. Uh, I some article I wrote. I think it might have been the Waluigi yeah, product it absolutely diary. Was that was good? And he he missed me. He's like, boy, you're off the hook like a largemouth bass. <laughs> I was like, well, you got the large mouth right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, 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 yeah you as a young Tim May, I could see it. Yeah, I could, I could do it. it. I could do it. I could do it. 
So I guess we will, uh, we don't have a whole lot of other content. I guess next week we will have Ryan back. And for the foreseeable uh, future, we will have uh, Ryan back. And he'll be out of his CIA holding cell out of the black site in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can only hope. We can only hope. Well, I guess we can't guarantee that we'll have Ryan back because we have not heard from him since he informed us that he was not going to be able to speak on tonight's podcast. Yeah. So, um, well, hopefully he's not getting ransomed because he's got the company credit card, so the odds of his ransom getting paid are not, <laughs> look, are not looking good. <laughs> so, yeah, if if next week's show begins with a Kickstarter to bring bring Ryan Donnelly home, <laughs> you'll know that something has gone terribly wrong. But until then, uh, uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, we will try to be more professional next time, but we make absolutely no guarantees. Um, and we will be back. We are the High Street Freaks, and I guess it's it's probably during the day when you're listening to this, but we're going to sleep. So good night.